Well, this is probably the fastest we've ever gotten ready. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Grim Cities. We actually have our shit together today for once, which Uh, is great. Your computer was kind of doing its thing for a second, but but we had our shit together. We did, but the technology necessarily did not. Did not, yeah. Whatever, my grandmother was bad there, but welcome back. Uh, Hi, thank you. um, Oh, wait, are you talking to me or? And the listeners, both. I thought you were saying welcome back because, Deanne, this is the first time we've recorded in your apartment for a while. I know. No, it brings me back to like when we first started this podcast and we used to record every time here. I know. And now we're back. I know. Full circle. Full circle. And we, and the, we have the candle going. I was just going. Going. That. I know. I was just saying that. We got that. And then you have a nice fire going. I do. I have a Yule log going on my TV. I had to mute it though. So we're that so it doesn't. I know. I mean, I didn't fully mute it. I feel like you can still hear the crackles just a little bit, but that's great. Yeah. I think it's great. It adds ambiance. Sets the mood. We are your favorite horror podcast, as always, based here out of the Twin Cities, where we talk about spooky, creepy, paranormal, and out-of-this-world things in the Twin Cities and beyond. Yeah. As you all know, because you're here, you're listening, and you love us. Just kidding. We love you. Yeah, we do. We love you so much that we offer more content every episode by doing what we like to call horror headlines. Absolutely. And I can actually explain what it is this time because I remember last week you got real salty with me because you said I forget every week. But I remember this time. Dan, this is now your moment to shine. So horror headlines are a segment that we start every episode where we talk about something we've heard, read, discussed, experienced in our own life that is horror related or that we just really want to talk to the listeners about that's related to spooky, creepy things. Yes. So I have one. I have one too. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to go first or second? I'll just go first really quickly. I love that. Because it is kind of a horror headline. It is not related to horror, but it's related to something we talked about last week. Ooh, I love that. Look at us keep doing these callbacks. I know. I know. So let me just start out by saying every week at my team meeting for work, we do a check-in. And this week, the check-in question was, what is a secret skill you have? Okay. Yes. And one of my colleagues said, I'm really good at finding people on Google. (gasps) Ooh, yes. a sleuth, if you will. A sleuth, a private detective, Ooh. a PI. He's on the case. He's on the case. So what popped into my head immediately, Dan? Uh, some sort of detective movie. Melissa Claudio. <gasps> Melissa Claudio. Wait, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Did you put them on the case? So, yes, I said, I have a case for you, good oh sir. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, and I said, would you be able to find this? <laughs> and he actually started looking that day. No way. Yes, yes. I'm telling your supervisor that he was not working and you were not working and... I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. No, I'm getting is... fired anyway. Well, <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that because this is going to help us find her and get the rest of that story that we and the listeners deserve. I agree. So it's not horror related, but it is related to things that we did last week and yes. things we talked about last week. And also, side note for the listeners, Dan and I are heading up the club later and he will be there so you can meet him. Oh, he's the one that you were telling me about. Mm-hmm. He's the detective. Yeah, he's the detective. Okay, just for the listeners, because I'll learn later tonight, but did he uncover? any information yet that is relevant so he did find someone who was at the university of loyola i think okay. who is a teaching nurse Ooh. with the same name so i don't know okay possibly i mean we won't out this person on air anyway but i just am more curious if we can figure out a way to reach out um this sounds very stalkerish but mainly just because we want to hear the rest of that story and she yeah. reached out to us so i think she would be pretty welcome to us wanting to connect again correct yes i agree oh my god that's so exciting I can't wait to meet him. Oh, 
So that was just a little fun intro. I love that. Well, Madeline, I have a horror headline that I'm going to start off by saying, so you know how we were super behind on emails? Ruh-ro. Um, That pales into comparison with how far behind I was in my social media life. I was so far behind on Instagram notifications that I finally caught up on today. The oldest notification that I had yet to respond to, 12 weeks. Oh my God. Whoa. 12. That was four months ago. Yeah, girl. Yeah. For our Instagram? No, 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 no. For my personal Instagram. Oh, good. I was just thinking to myself, I'm usually on there every day looking for notifications. 12 weeks ago was the last time I responded to this one person who messaged me. And that person just happened to send me a trailer. Oh, gosh. For a horror movie. And I'm so excited about it because it is totally up our alley. Yes. It's super campy, super dumb, super amazing, right? Amazing. Like B level, even C level horror movie, which you know we fucking love. We love. Okay, so I'm going to go a little bit in reverse this time. I'm going to tell you the title of the movie. Okay. Because I want you to guess what it's about from the title. It's pretty obvious, but I want you to try to guess. Okay. Madeline. Okay. The name of this movie. Are you ready? Yeah. Slother House. (laughs) Is it about sloths? It's about a killer sloth. No. Yes. I'm going to show you the trailer. I was watching it at work, so I was like half paying attention. Okay, sure. But from what I watched, it was this sloth who I think the main character took in as a pet, like a house pet. Because you see these clips in the trailer where the friend is like, it's a wild animal and all this stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, it is. But this bitch is coming after he's trying to kill you. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to show you the trailer right now. Are you ready? Is this one of those movies where... Where there's a serial killer and then he dies and then his soul gets retransmitted into an animal. You know, kind of like Chucky. I honestly don't know. Okay. If I had to guess, it's probably more along the lines of one of my other favorite campy horror movies, Thanks Killing, where it's literally just an animal that is slaughtering people. Oh my. Yeah. Okay, let's check this trailer yes! out. Yes! Okay. Checking I'm so it out. excited. Okay, all you have to do is swipe that way and the trailer will start. A little baby sloth. So cute. What is that? That's a sloth. If you're interested, that's a sloth. Also, the sloth is so fucking maybe they just tricked us. Oh, that sloth is not in the jungle. She's a beta, but out here, oh my god, she's an alpha. Alpha. She's an alpha. She's an alpha, and then they name it Alpha. How stupid is that? Alpha? How dumb is that? It's a slother house. They said it! It's a slother house! (laughs) (laughs) Alpha! Alpha! 
Yeah, we're going. I'm so freaking I mean, excited. Or, I don't know if we need to stream that. Well, I, that's like, what, I what, don't know. What, what, who, what, how, why, where, when? Tell me. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know more details. I'll do some more research. Look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it's in theaters. I don't think it ever was in theaters. It looks very ridiculous. I never saw any advertisements for it. No. So I think we just got to find it on a streaming service. Um, deal. I'm so fucking excited. Movie um, night. Movie night. But let me tell you one of my favorite things. So not only is that trailer just ridiculous and amazing. And God, that Slothly's ugly. He looks like, you know, Buffalo Bill. Oh my God. He looks like that in <laughs> sloth form. You know, from Silence of the Lambs. I, I, yeah, I know who Buffalo Bill is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who he looks like. So other than him just looking busted, my favorite part of this whole thing. So this trailer was on Instagram. Okay. And so there was obviously like a caption underneath it. The caption was one of my favorite things. You ready for this? Yeah. The caption just says, we love how self-aware it is. <laughs> Because it totally is. You can tell that the actors and the director, they were like, we know this is stupid and we're playing that up and making it so ridiculous. The shower scene where it suffocates her with a pink loofah, ridiculous. <laughs> so yes, very self-aware. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 on So I'm super excited. I'm glad I finally caught up on my notifications. See, good things happen when I stay in touch. That's true, Dan. <laughs> Sometimes we have to send wellness checks out on you. You know, you really do. You know. I'm not eating right. I'm not checking up on my social needs. But I see you're reading, so that's good. I am reading. Yes. So, you know, it's not because I'm not trying. I just have a lot of other stuff going on in my you life. You've got things going on. And that's fine. So You a busy bitch. So, Slother House, it's happening. Get ready. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll report back to everybody. I'm so excited. On the amazing film that it is. So, that's our horror headlines for the week, right? Did yeah. you have another one? No. Oh, perfect. So, yes. should we jump right into the Topic? Let's do it. And let me just tell you how festive your apartment is with the Yule log yes. video, the sleeping puppy and his little yes. plushie. Isn't it so cute? It's so cute. And then your tree yes. because this is a Christmas themed episode. Oh, I love Especially that. Especially since this is coming out the week before Christmas. I love this. Yes, All right. Yes, yes. So have you heard of Christmas elves? I, I mean, yes. Who hasn't? I They're the know. little Santa's helpers mm -hmm. that make toys. Yes. They live up in the North Pole. They're they do. probably working very much underpaid but we'll have to write but they don't have to pay for housing that's true that's true it's like an internship then oh so they are underpaid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> well Christmas elves were first introduced into many English-speaking countries around mid-1800s also they go way back yeah so by Mary Louise Alcott Oh, it was one specific person that invented them? So she really made them known. She didn't invent them. Got it. Okay. They were influenced by other folklore, but I'll get into that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Mary Louise Alcott, she's famous for... Elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little Woman, the book. Little Woman. I think. Yeah. So she wrote a book that was never published called Christmas Elves. Ooh. Wait, why was it never published? I don't know. It was really bad. It was just really bad. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody had heard of Christmas elves. They were like, we don't really want to read this. We don't really want to read it. Mary. Mary. Go back to Little Women. <laughs> but then in the 1870s, a Philadelphian magazine called Godey's, G-O-D-E-Y, Godey's Ladies Book, released an issue that depicted Santa surrounded by elves and toys with the quote, here we have an idea of the preparations that are made to supply young folks with toys at Christmas time. Oh, Okay. So that was the spawn of modern traditions yes. around Christmas was a woman's magazine. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. The picturesqueness of it, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. 
But the origin of Christmas elves and their helpful demeanor yes. stems from Scandinavian and Nordic roots. I figured it had to be some sort of like wintry yeah, yeah, with yeah. those hats. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'll get into the hats. Ooh. So like elves are helpful to Santa, nieces, N-I-S-S-E-S, nieces. Okay. They're little farm and household helpers. Cute. Yes. Would that. you please pull up a picture of a Nisa on your computer? Dan? I would love to do nothing more. Oh, okay. So it says Nisa and it's got little pictures. Cute. Yeah, it just says Nisa. Oh, God. It's got a lot of different names. Tomte. Tomta. Tomte. Tomnesti, Tontu. Anyway, <laughs> is a mythical creature from Nordic folklore, especially associated with the winter solstice and Christmas season. Yeah. And the picture is so cute. You know, they kind of look like a cross between modern day elves as yep. we know them. Yep, 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 and yep, yep, yep. lawn gnomes. I know. I love a little lawn gnome. Yeah, so thank you for describing it. Yes. So the folklore says when the first person that lived on a farm or a property dies, they're buried in a mound on the property and their soul becomes the Nisa. Cute. Yeah. But the Nisa are happy and not malicious? Nope. Oh, okay. Oh, so I think the idea is if this person lived on the land and built the land and then they <gasps> die on the land, then they want to help protect it. Yes. And you know, ownership yes, and exactly. pride, pride. And, yep. Love that. Yeah, 10 out of 10. That's it. Yeah, I love that. So you provide gifts to the soul to keep it benevolent. They return to the land they worked on by helping with the livestock and staples, working in the fields and doing household chores. Oh, that's so sweet. Little household farm helpers. That's so cute. Uh, They could be a man or a woman. Okay. And you usually see them portrayed as both, especially in Christmas time. Wait, like there's both running around or? There's no one gender. There's no one gender. Got it. I love that. Oh my God, how progressive for the time. They have excellent work ethic and love love farm animals especially the majestic horse okay i mean so who I'm doesn't sure. love a horse i do love horses they're so cool i'm not quite horse girl level we'll save that for john Maley, but i do like <laughs> no, horses he loves horses. <laughs> he was the horse he girl is, of his school yes he truly is yeah he's <laughs> shout out john Maley. we love you <laughs> but the little helpers are not always helpful dan i was about to say there's got to be some mischief in here that's exactly it there's a sinister side to them is this because you said to keep them benevolent you have to give them gifts boom but you also have to make sure that you don't offend them on the farm oh and if you do offend them or if you forget to give them gifts and offerings then there are some consequences see madeline this is why they kept them gender neutral because they didn't want to misgender them and upset them they're the first proponents of they them exactly yeah we oh, love that we love progression good for them but there are consequences oh god as I said. and oh, that no. can range from ruined crop oh that's not good no messes in the household oh okay tying cow tails together oh that's just mean what did the cows do oh and it could go even as far as killing some of the livestock wow wow that is a little too much you took it a little too far nieces i'm sorry i forgot your porridge what about the that, So that's, sorry, and I forgot. I'm going to get to that later. But part of the gifts that they really like, especially on Christmas Eve, is porridge. Okay. Rice pudding with a slab of butter on top. That's oh. That's favorite. Okay. I feel like that's not too much to ask for. Nope. Pretty simple. Please, yeah. sir. Can I have some more? Yeah. Isn't that? Oliver. Yeah, Oliver Twist. The modern Nisa. The modern Nisa. <laughs> He's channeling his inner Nisa. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so there are many do's and don'ts when it comes to living with a Nisa or a Tomta. You okay. want to know what they are? I do, but I do have a quick question. Please. So it sounds like you don't get a choice if they show up. Just you move into this land. This was their land previously. And all of a sudden you have to offer them gifts. Uh, Yeah. 
That's sometimes, well, very but people wanted them because they were super helpful. And yes. it's not like that hard. No, it's not to no. not piss off Anissa. I love that. Okay. So do you want to know the do's and don'ts? I do want to know the do's and don'ts. Perfect. Don't. Oh, this one's going to be tough for you, Dan. Oh no. Swear on the farm. Oh, that is not going to happen. Also, come on. They had lived a full life. They've seen it all. They really can't handle a swear word. I'm not buying it. They don't like it. I'm not buying it. They don't like it. All right, fine. I'll try to not fucking swear. Do keep a clean house. I do like to keep a clean house in general anyway. Yep, you do. I would have trouble with that one. My house gets messy. I mean, mine does get messy when I'm not around, but I like it to be clean. Yeah, I do too. Don't be lazy. Do warn Anissa if you spill anything onto the floor so they can watch out below. Oh, cute. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. Do they live under the floor? So I think sometimes they might live under the floor, but they're also small. So like, hey, uh, watch out. Yeah, like, oh, it's falling. It's coming. Yeah, you don't want like an unexpected eggnog shower. Exactly. Right. God, gross. They don't even want eggnog anywhere Disgusting. around me. Disgusting. Uh, don't pee in the barn. I feel like that's just a hard and fast life rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do take care of your horses. Of course, they do love the horses the most, you said. They do. Yeah. Respect your horses. Do leave porridge out for them, especially on Christmas Eve. We love that. Well, we don't want them to go hungry. No, we don't. They help us with everything. Don't forget the butter. Oh, yeah, the butter. They love the butter. The butter. And don't fucking eat their porridge. Well, no. I mean, you made it. You can make yourself your own fucking bowl. I know. Do you want to hear what freaking happens if you eat it, though? Yes. So there's a story of one woman who was on the farm that ate the Nisa's porridge herself. When the Nisa found out, it said, have you eaten the porridge for the Nisa? You have to dance with him. That sounds fun. The young woman's family found her the next morning beaten so badly she nearly died. Oh, no. Oh, they get Pissed, oh, so bro. they weren't dancing. No. They said, it's dance, like, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, like that. It's like, you dancing. know, when you're about to get joy, you're like, you want to dance? <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's yes. what it was. That's it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I love that. <laughs> and there was one farmer who seemingly forgot to add a slab of butter to the porridge one time. Oh, no. Honest mistake, though. It is. It truly is. But the Nisa became so angry, he ended up killing the livestock. No. Again, what did the livestock do to deserve? Nothing. When he came back to eat the porridge, the Nisa, he realized that the slab of butter was actually on the bottom of the bowl. Wait, so he did try to do it and it just happened in there. Oh, first of all, how did it end up on the bottom? Second of all, that's so sad. Like he put the slab of butter in at the bottom and then put the porridge over the butter. Oh, so they hurt him for no reason. Yeah, so he felt so bad. He went to another farm that had an identical livestock and took it. Okay. I love that. You know what I love about these nieces? They can fuck shit up, but they can also accept their wrongdoings and their mistakes and make atonements for it. By continuing to fuck other shit up. (laughs) Maybe there's like an inner network of nieces where this one's like, oh my God, I completely screwed up and I killed this guy's cow. And then his buddy on the other farm is like, that's okay. These motherfuckers forgot to give me porridge entirely. (laughs) Take their cow. Take their cow. Honestly, I love it. I love a revenge moment. I love how petty they are. They're so petty. (laughs) Little buddies. Uh, So the Christianization of Nordic and Scandinavian countries, including the Reformation in the 1500s, let's the association of nieces with the devil okay because they're paganistic folklore during that time okay of course okay you're kind of looking at me like yeah and (laughs) well i mean yeah yeah offering gifts such as porridge to nieces were considered worshiping a false god oh so you're risking your eternal soul 
Okay, well, you're either risking your eternal soul, which is hard to prove, or you're risking your current life that they're really going to fuck you up. I mean, we just heard the stories of what they're capable of. We might of. be in a no-win situation. It's a lose-lose situation. This also caused tension between farmers. So this feels like a real crucible kind of a moment when I was reading this, where if somebody's farm is doing well, obviously they're providing offerings to Anissa on that farm. And so their neighbor says, hey, this guy's a heretic. Yeah. I saw them with the devil. Like a real crucible situation. Yeah. You know, I don't like the odds here. I I don't like them. But porridge is a tradition and they love traditions. You know, I'm kind of obsessed with these nieces. Yeah. It's a celebrated belief that's carried on for years and is now a symbol of Norway and Scandinavian heritage. Cute. Yeah, so much that it's used as resistance symbols. Oh. Yeah. Even to this day. Well, very recently, let me tell you. Oh. So like the U.S., Norway had its own period of prohibition. Okay. People still drank. Of course. Star. And the Nisa became a communal symbol for anti-prohibition communities. So there were depictions of Nisas bringing barrels and mugs of beer into the city on posters, etc. And that was a way for anti-prohibition communities to be like, hey, solidarity, sister. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) They love to drink. I mean, (laughs) this is why we would get along so well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They also influenced a method of resistance during World War II. Okay. So the Nazis invaded Norway in 1940 as a part of their try to take over the world. Yep. Restricted the rights of Norwegians, including a ruined economic climate. Okay. Most obviously arrested and deported the Jewish population to concentration camps. Yep. So we talked about fashion as a statement in the last episode. Yes, we did. Norwegians that opposed Nazi occupation would wear the iconic red hat that Anissa wears. Oh. As a way to show resistance to the occupation. I love that. And you know what I love most about that? It's so obvious to the Norwegians, but subtle enough to where the Nazis were like unaware. Exactly. And they got away with it for a long period of time. I too. love that. Well, two years. That's a pretty long time. That's a pretty, That's long, a pretty time. long time. Yeah. So they started to catch on to it around December 22nd, 1941. What happened and on that day? So that's when they ordered post offices to confiscate any Christmas cards that had an illustration of Anissa. Got it. Yeah. They eventually made a law that banned red hats. Oh. Like those hats, the red yeah. beanies, on February 26, 1942. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. They still celebrate the Nisa and the Yulin Nisa, which is what is affiliated with the winter solstice and Christmas Eve. Yes. And people still set out porridge with butter. Oh, that's so cute. I know. The same way we do for Santa. I love that. That is adorable. So just to tie this back to the beginning, Mary Louise Alcott, right? Yeah. Yep. Was she a fan of this folklore? And was she Norwegian of origin? Do we know that? Or like she just got inspired by coming across I think she was just inspired. I love that. I'm sure she read about it and I don't know, maybe she was over there. I don't know. I don't know enough about Mary Louise. That's so cool. We should look into it. All right. Deal. I want Anissa. You want one? Yeah, like as my own I want you to become one. Ooh, why not both? I could have one while I'm alive, and then when I'm dead, I can be all of my friends Nisa. Yes. I love that. What is it that we have to put out at night for you? Girl, pickles. Come on. You know me at this point. (laughs) Or salad. Pickles and salad. I was just going to say, I mean, I know salad. (laughs) Pickles and salad. That's all I need. Pickles and salad. So I think Bangers and mash Bangers and mash (laughs) Yeah I'll work on that I'll channel my inner Nisa For the rest of my life So that I can manifest it In my afterlife And live my best afterlife Live your best afterlife As a Nisa I love it I love it too 
This was amazing as always. I mean, thank you, Dan. No, Can I thank just... you, Madeline. Uh, what a great way to close out the year. I love it. So let me just say, everyone, we have a few announcements to make. First of all, yes, Dan and I are human, and we yeah. like to spend Christmas with our families. We do. So we've decided to take the week of Christmas off. Correct. But we will pick up on the next episode coming the new year. Yes. And just so everyone knows, the Grim City Stories will premiere not in January, but in February. Perfect. So be looking for that the first Monday of February. I'm yeah. so excited. Me too. And in the meantime, if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, email us at thegrimcitiespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or reach out to us on social media. We're on X, Instagram, and Facebook at The Grim Cities. That's right. And if you do reach out to us and want us to research a specific story or topic, make sure you know the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> Because my dad doesn't. He said, I have one by Ray Bradbury I want you to read. And I said, great. What is it? He said, I don't know. It's about a married couple, I think. And I said, all right, dad. Yeah, you got to do research before you give it to us. That's the bare minimum. I just need a name here. (laughs) We're not asking for much. I don't think so. Uh, Well, on that note. Oh, shit, Madeline. There's Anissa behind you. We got to go. Bye. I do know on I do did I like I do did I do toy 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 toy